to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. And we bless those also that cannot make it, Father God. You know all things, Lord. Sometimes I don't come either, and God knows why. So we thank you, we praise you, we worship you for everything that is going to be done. It's all for your glory. In Jesus' name and Holy Spirit, I ask you to flow through me like rivers of living water and touch touch people. Touch their hearts if they need to hear anything that I'm going to... I'm going to speak out, Lord, let it be so, for God's glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Whew. I thank you, Pastor Tom, for this opportunity again. And as you know, I didn't ask for it, but I already knew that he was going to ask me. How? <laughs> Two weeks before, I was in my prayer time, and the Lord, I love being in my prayer uh, room. And my husband was with me. And then uh, the Lord told me, get prepared. And I was like, get prepared. Is this you, Lord? <laughs> and then again, get prepared. And I was like, okay. Prepared for what? I talk to the Lord like this. This is a papa. We can come to him and talk, you know, like we talk to our, our early father. And he said, I said, I know I'm going to be up then. Church speaking, and they said yes, and it's about prayer. So today is going to be about prayer. Is it because I know how to pray more, better than you, or more than you know? God knows why. He just told me prayer. Okay, so that's what's going to be um, said today. Oh, joy, <laughs> Sergi, love you guys, love you all. I love you all. Thank you for being here. This is a big help. So anyway. I started writing my notes, and then two weeks later, Pastor Tom asked me about sometime in March if I could come up and speak. And I said, I already knew, because the Lord told me it was going to be about prayer. So we know that there's different kinds of prayer, okay? There's prayer time that you get in your closet or in your room. Even in your garden. My husband loves being in a garden speaking to the Lord. That's why those fruit, tomatoes, and stuff grow so beautiful. And I see him there, so I don't bother him because I know he's talking to the Lord. Me, it's always in my bedroom. And you always, all of you have a place that you like to meet the Lord and speak to him, right? Alone. I'm talking about alone with him now. A relationship with our Father. So... <laughs> That's what's going to be today. Let's go. I'm going to, before I start, I got to say a few scriptures here. We're going to go to Ephesians 2, 13, 14. This is how we're going to see how we are prepared to go to our prayer closet and to our room or talk to Father God anytime. Or there's intercessory prayer. There's a warfare prayer. Ooh. I like that one too. Um, Ephesians 2, 13, 14. How we do know that we are ready to pray and fight the enemy. Listen to this. And to come to our God with no fear. Okay. And prepared. But now in Christ Jesus, you... Oh, I didn't put my glasses on and I'm reading. Praise God. But it helps. Okay. But now in Christ Jesus... You who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. For Jesus, for he, but I put Jesus himself, is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. Okay? That's how we know, we know that we became born again and the wall was broken down by the precious blood of Jesus. We are Born again, so we can come boldly to his grace and speak to God like with no fear. Because we know we are cleansed, we are clean, we are washed. We are his children. Amen? So Hebrews 4.16 says, 
I'm not going to ask you to open your Bibles because I'm going to go. I have a lot of stuff. Only if you want to. Hebrews 4.16. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. Here it is. I just said it on top because of the blood of Jesus. So we can come boldly to the throne of grace with no fear and with joy, with peace, happiness, because you're going to be with Father God boldly. Proverbs 15.29. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous, which is us, the righteousness, the righteousness of God because of what he did. Because we are washed, cleansed by the precious blood of Jesus. So we are the righteousness of God. Amen? John 14, 24. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You must be asking or thinking. So if this is prayer, worship, does anything to have any, you know, anything to have with prayer? Yes, it does. When you get in your, now I'm going to go back. When you go in your room, it doesn't matter. You can worship anywhere. But worship doesn't mean it's just singing and dancing. Worship, you come to his presence with praising, thanksgiving, thanking him for everything he did for us. You can come boldly, speaking, talking to him about anything. I talk to God better than I used to talk to my father because he's a caring father. He will never let me down. He always hears me. He always hears us, I should say, us, okay? He's always willing. He's always waiting on us. It's not us waiting on him. He's waiting on us. We don't have to make an appointment to go and meet with him. Like, if you go to your father's house, to your parents' house, do you have to call him, hey, dad, you're going to be there? What time can I come over? No. You just show up. If they're home, they're home. If not, you leave. But when you get there, what do you do? If you're thirsty, go to the fridge. If you're hungry, go to the whatever they have. Make a sandwich or whatever they have. So the same thing with Papa God. Even better because that one never lets you down. Never, never, there's nothing negative about God. He's always good. He's always uh, watching over us. He's always giving us the best. He And, oh, my God, I'll I love my Papa God. I love him so much. And I love him because he gave his best gift for us. To make the righteousness of God. We had to be accept the Lord and be washed and cleansed. Jesus did it all on the cross of Calvary. He shed his blood. He gave us all. He came to destroy the works of the devil so we could live free. Free. Full of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Fire. The fire of God is inside of us, the glory of God, because of what Jesus did. That's the love of God. Jesus is God. My Lord, he could have said no when God sent him down. He could have said, no, no, Father. They are sinning. Let them, I don't want to go. I don't want to die for them. You wouldn't give your son to die for, for anybody. I know if they knocked on my door, I would say, are you kidding me? He's my son. <laughs> no. Well, Jesus did. Jesus didn't say no. He came. God is, the love of God is unconditional love. It's a love that we only going to comprehend when we go and meet with him. Even though we say, I love because God first loved us, okay? But we do not understand fully the love of God until we go. But meanwhile, let's love one another with the love of Christ. I say this all the time. Okay, so when you get in your prayer closet, ooh, Lord, help me. Okay. I always say, like Pastor Tom teaches us, um, it's uh, Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added on to you. If you don't seek God and his righteousness, don't expect God to answer your prayers because he's not. Okay? Because we're not living according to his word. Hallelujah. And then from there, you entered in, a, in, a, in, in a pres- his presence with thanksgiving and prayer. But you come humbling to him. I come like a little child talking to God. And I ask, Lord, search my heart. What is inside of me? Do I have unforgiveness? 
Do I have, a, am I critical? Do I have, what kind of sin? Show me so I can repent. So I want to talk to you, but with a pure heart. Okay? So we got to check ourselves when we go in. So, and that pleases God. Oh, look at my daughter. She re- recognized that she sinned. Or, and then I asked for forgiveness. I humbled myself. And, um, oh, that's why I'm so humble to be here. But I always feel little. That's my problem. Like, my brothers and sisters, they know all the words. Why am I going up there? Me, Maria. So I got it. This is, I have to work. This isn't here. Here in my mind, I have to <laughs> um, change. So spending quality time with God, to me, is having communication with God, conversation with him. Relationship, fellowship, intimacy, communion, unity with him. Okay? We can have all this. This is what we need. First, we enter enter the secret place, praising him, thanking him for what he did. And he does every single day. Sometimes we don't even realize it, but he does. He already did everything. Jesus did everything on a cross, but he's still working for us every single day. Father God, he sends his angels to help us. Okay. He gave us the prayers to pray in the spirit. You can pray in the spirit intercessory prayer. And you can pray in the natural. You can sing in the spirit. You can um, pray uh, in the natural also. So I love praying in the spirit. That's my number one prayer. That because it's the perfect will of God. And the enemy doesn't even know. He doesn't know what we're praying. Okay? That's the best thing, Papa God. Hallelujah. He loves us so much. Look what he did. Jesus did say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Don't be sad because I'm going to send you the comfort. And he will teach you all things. Hallelujah. And he will help you. Ooh, glory to God. So I invite heaven into my room, my secret place. I say, I welcome heaven into my room. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the holy angels of God. I invite every, all of them into my room. And I have that, that room so filled with incense, like perfume, perfume. Like I know that God is there, fresh flowers. I have a lot of encounters with the Lord in my room. Everybody is different. And your relationships with the Lord, your relationship is different. It's never the same. Okay? Depends on you, what you believe. And he can talk to you, first of all, through the word of God. He can show you pictures. Or you can hear that small voice inside of you. Well, I do. Praise the Lord. I'm not boasting. I'm just telling you the truth. If he does it to me, I'm sure you have experiences too. Amen. So let's go here to Matthew 6, 6, Matthew 6, 6. But when you pray, go to your, to your room and you uh, shut your door and you, you pray to your father that in your secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. That secret place. Don't forget, you can talk to Papa God. He can talk to you. And I'm going to tell you what happened to me uh, last week. I was praying. And the Lord told me to go to my neighbors. They built a new home. And the God, God says, my husband wasn't around. The Holy Spirit was speaking to me and saying... Go to your neighbors and give them something to welcome them. And I was like, I don't have a cake. I usually bake. And I give them cakes, banana bread, whatever. I said, Lord, I don't have anything. And then he said, yes, you do. This is how we hear God. I don't, God. I don't. I didn't bake. I don't have nothing. Yes, you do. You have gym that you made. Take one jar. And go over and welcome them and bless their home. That's what I did. My husband didn't know where I, where I was. I just got up fast, you know, and changed my clothes. And I went over. The, the wife was not home. He was. He was so happy. I blessed the children, three children, his home. And he showed me the house. And that was it. 
Another time, this is for you to see. Maybe you need to hear this. I don't know. God told me to talk about prayer and give testimonies, and I'm going to do it. Another day, this sounds stupid, though. But I'm going to tell you, because you're going to see how God is. He tests us. He doesn't test you with sickness, disease, and, and, and all the junk that the devil does. That's not the test of God. He doesn't have to put sickness on anybody or make us um, poor. Like you don't have any money, you don't have a, a house, you don't have anything because God is, is just uh, testing you. Why is... No, the devil does it, okay? The, it's the devil. God is always good. He wants the best for us. He gives us everything more than enough. John 10.10. 10. The enemy came to steal, kill, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. When he said that, it's on everything, okay? Physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, everything. And the, the things that we need, he knows. So God told me again, go to the dollar store because I needed some sprays for my cleaning. Go to the dollar store, take $20 with you, and you're going to see a lady. I'll tell you who. And you give this $20. And I said, Joe, I got to go to... Uh, <laughs> I got to go to Dollar Tree and take $20 to give away. But I don't know who. God will tell me who. So I walked in the Dollar Tree and I said, Lord, I'm not giving this $20 to anybody unless if you tell me first. So I went up and down looking, nothing. See, you got to be attentive to his voice. Nothing. So I left. I said, God, that was not you. So I left. I got in my car. He said, wait. I waited. Who's coming in, in the parking lot? A BMW. And he goes, go to her with a lady, African-American lady. Go to that BMW and tell, tell, you know, tell her to open the window. And they give her the $20. I felt like a jerk. I said, BMW, better than mine, and I'm giving her the $20. This is not you, God. He said, go. So I did. I got there. Oh, hi, can I help you? Uh, you, think, you might think this is strange, but the Lord wants me to give you this, <laughs> these $20. <laughs> and she said, as you see, I have a good life, sweetheart. But she was so nice, so sweet immediately, do you know anybody that is suffering, that needs help? She started crying, crying. Oh, my God, you, I do, I do. You are an angel. You are an angel. See? She could not believe it. Obedience. We have to be obedient when we get in his presence. Because if not, he's not going to talk to you. And if we keep talking and talking and talking and talking, we got to stop and be still. And rest in him. It's in that restless, rest, when we rest on, in him and, and stay still, that's when you're going to hear his voice. But if you keep talking, he's not going to talk to you because we're not giving him a chance to, to say anything. Amen? Okay, so we got to be quiet. And I'll prove it to you. Psalms 4610. Okay, here. Peace be still and know that I am God. It says that we got to have peace, be still, listen to his voice. And let me tell you, the enemy will never tell you to do something good. We got to have the wisdom of God to know the difference. He's not going to say, oh, Maria, take $20, go give to this person. Or make a cake and go bless that person. He's not going to say that. He wants us to be against each other's or, or you know. Just be friendly. Show the love of God in so many different ways. Even a prayer, holding the door, or help somebody to carry the groceries to the car. Little things, but all these things matter to God, okay? Or a hug, like Pastor Tom was saying the other day. It was Sunday, I think. Even with a hug, and they feel it. They know it's, it's true. It's real. Hallelujah. So, I already said all this. <laughs> <laughs> okay so prayer works Jesus prayed alone 
many times he would go alone to his mountain or whatever, far from the disciples because they were always even sleeping like pigs. He would go before he was betrayed. That night, three times, he would go and pray, come back. They were sleeping. Then they go again, come back. He said, not even one hour. You could be awake. I know I, it's all in the Bible. I'm not giving you the, but you know, that's, I'm not lying. So, <laughs> not even one hour. What did he say? Pray so you don't fall in temptation. Pray. Okay? But they were so sleepy. It was the enemy putting that sleepiness on the sleep on them because so that way they would spend the time with Jesus. So Jesus was praying by himself and all that sweat falling down with the drops of blood. Can you imagine knowing all that he has to go through for us? And they didn't care. They walked with him. They seen the miracles that he did. They seen it all. We are not seeing it, but we believe the word of God. We know that he did, and the word of God is not a lie. It's, it's the truth. It's life. Okay? And this is one of them that God constructs. Well, the first one, let me tell you. I'm sorry, Father. The first thing that you should hear is this. When you read it, is God speaking to us. God speaks to us first in his word. We get in his word. We obey, and then that's when we hear God's voice. The beginning is the word. Everything is the word. Okay, number one is the word of God. I do not understand. I'm going to jump a little bit ahead, but it's okay. I do not understand. A born again, I'm not perfect. Perfect was only one. But I do not understand a person, and I tell this to Joe many times, being born again. Knowing the sacrifice that Jesus paid and doing, living like the devil out there. And I'm talking about my own family too. I don't care if they listen, they need it too. Um, they living like the devil, okay? Fornicating, uh, having good times, nightclubs, drinking, God knows what else. Listen. Don't tell me if Jesus comes today and he's going to find me fooling around with another man behind my husband's back that he's going to say, oh, she's mine. No, I'm going to stay behind. So there is no need. And don't ask me. They better not even ask me for prayer. Like they tried the other day. Oh, please pray for me. You think I'm going to pray for you for you to fool around? No, pray for yourself. Pray for your kids. Pray for your grandchildren. Because when we pray, we see the results. Never give up. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Never give up. Listen, five years ago, I had an accident right here. My husband didn't come that day. <laughs> I remember crying next to Pastor Tom. And uh, I had a Nissan truck. It was a big truck. Thank God it was a big truck because I passed out. Something I block out. I don't remember. I remember having my foot on the brake, but then I went straight to the palm tree, and the truck was gone. It was no good anymore. And then affected my neck, but I never told anybody. Okay? Affected. I could call Joe and say, Joe, guess what? We don't have a car anymore. He would say, what? <laughs> I already know him. What? <laughs> okay. I didn't. And Aaron was the first one that came to me. He said, are you all right? Do you need an ambulance? Are you okay? Are you in pain? I said, no, 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 I'm fine. The devil was trying to stop me from coming in. I didn't. I, he did not stop me. I came in. Even though I didn't have a car, I asked for a ride. He didn't ever know. He didn't find out until I went home. Okay? So Pamela took me. But you're going to listen to this. I chose to come in, but I didn't sit on a chair crying. Oh, my God, now we have to buy another one. This one was paid for, never gave us any problems, and now we're going to pay monthly. It was not a new car. It was secondhand, but it's doing the job. We are very blessed. So, anyway, no, I chose to come in. I sat on a chair. 
And the Lord, aren't you going to worship me? Because of the word of God says, worship him in spirit and in truth, in the good, in the good times and bad times. You think he held me back on a chair? Of course not. I came up here. I jumped up and down. I was giving thanks to God. I was still alive to kick the devil on the butt. And I will never stop until the day that I go home in Jesus' mighty name. So when I, go, when I went home, <laughs> my Joe waiting on the couch. He wasn't feeling well that day. And I said, <laughs> honey, um, uh, we don't have a, a truck anymore. I had an accident. What? I said, yeah, we do. And that's not good anymore. I don't think so. He goes, you got to be kidding. I said, be happy that I'm alive. I'm here. (laughs) This was exactly what I said. The truth, yeah. Be happy. I'm alive. I'm here. God was not done with me yet. The devil tried. But listen, no, I'm here and I won't stop for God's glory. So <laughs> we bought another one. <laughs> this is the example. I could be crying on a chair. I could leave and ask for a ride. You know, somebody to pick me up. No, I chose to worship God. It was not to say, oh, thank you, Jesus. I don't have a car anymore. No, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't. No. Thank you, Lord. You are my resources. I can turn to you. You are my father. Always give us more than enough. Thank you, Father God, that we never lack anything. And then we're going to have a better one. Guess what? It was a better one because it was newer. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's why if prayer works, because I always ask the angels of the Lord to go before me, before us, behind us, all the way around, and the end around my house. And guess what happened one day? This lady came over. No, it was a while ago. Doris, she used to come here. And she went to my house, to our home. And she got, uh, she walked in. Uh, oh my God, I got to sit down. I said, What happened? In the front door, your front door, there's such a big angel with a sword. I said, oh, I know. I call them. I know they are here. You have to call them. They work for us. That's why I didn't die that day. I had my seatbelt. Make sure you always wear yours. But I I didn't die. He thought he was going to get me that day. He thought he was going to get me 15 years ago. He thought he was going to get me. When I had the thyroid problem, I couldn't walk. I had, didn't, have, didn't have the strength to walk. He thought he was going to take my voice away so I couldn't speak and do the work of God, the work of the kingdom. But he will not stop me. Then Pastor Tom went to see me. He didn't even know I was in a hospital when Kim, uh, Britain, Brittany's mother, was in a hospital. Uh, I was too. Uh, they said that I had a stroke. I said, no, I didn't. She gave me these pills and stuff, and I stayed over, and the, <laughs> she said, here's your pills. I said, what are those for? You had a stroke. It's right here. I said, no. Annette was there. I said, no, I didn't. That's not what I had. You know what I did? Everybody that came on the elevator was across from my room. I went over to pray for them with my leg. was kind of hard. I went over and I prayed. I gave my Bible away. They received Jesus Christ and they said they would never go to the Catholic Church again. They were Spanish people. So I love it. So never let the enemy stop you from doing the work of the kingdom. Okay? Never. Don't give him a chance. It doesn't matter how I feel. You think I feel good every single day when I get up? No. Because of this. And you know. But I trust my God. You know what I say? Thank you, Papa. Because you're going to give me a brand new thyroid gland on my left side. Brand new. I'm going to wake up one day. Hey, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That now I'm, I'm brand new again. I am with the blood of Jesus. Whew. Sorry if you're not excited, but I am. <clears throat> ah. Now, Jesus did speak. Alone with the Lord, with his father, with our father, with our Papa God. But also, he, sp- he prayed so much that even when he was on the cross, hanging on the cross, almost on his last breath, what did he say? 
And I will pray. He, he said to the disciples, was this day? Okay, wait a minute, because I have a lot of stuff here. I will pray to the Father. Oh, no, that's another one. John 14, 6, Jesus speaking to the disciples. Of course, and he said, I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper. Oh, I love him so much. That he may abide you forever. The Holy Spirit, our helper. Okay? So we, we are never alone. We should be excited. Every way we go, he's with us. We, sh- we have the light. We carry the glory of God, his light. We should be joyful everywhere we go. It doesn't matter the circumstances. Pray for your kids. Pray for your kids. Intercession. Okay, that's good. I'm going to go ahead now. Inter- intercede for your kids. Intercession is intervene for your family, for the church. When I say church, I say TCVC and the church of Jesus Christ. Because this church out there, they're not Jesus Christ church. They are the devil's church. Because they preach behind the pulpit, contrary, contrary of the word of God. So I pray for the Lord to open up their eyes or for, to remove them out of the pulpit so people will know because they are being deceived and we are so blessed and we don't know sometimes how to appreciate who we have and what we have okay we are blessed in this church I didn't know anything about the kingdom I didn't know how to talk like tell the devil off I didn't know how to do that no it's no problem I love it it's like in my house, it's sometimes I, I'm telling you something my husband can tell you. In that house, it's like there's a dozen of people because I'm, that's the spiritual warfare. I just go, you devil, take your hands off my children. Take your hands off my finances. Take your hands off my house, my family, my, my body, my husband's body. In the mighty name of Jesus, you have no power. It was given to me. To my husband, to us, born-again Christians, DCVC, we have the power, we have the authority to, to trample over serpents and scorpions and whatever we say, you have to obey. Get out. I open the door even sometimes like a crazy woman. I say, go in Jesus' name. I open the door. Joe is there. He can say I almost say, go now in Jesus' name. I evict you now out of my family, my house, everything. You have to be on top of it. And you know what? Ah, oh, I don't see the results. You look like a crazy woman. You pray so much. You say all that. They still live in like the devil. Listen, the day will come because we're going to get there. The day will come and we're going to see the answer of our prayers. Don't ever give up. Don't, don't, don't go by what you see. If they're not married, we have a few living together. I'm not going to be here pretending I'm not. I'm so perfect and Maria walks in so joyful. Oh, she must have a great life lives. And I do. Because I don't allow the enemy to take my peace away. We just read it. But I believe that I'm, we are praying and that we are standing in the word of God and we're going to see the result and they're going to get married. They're going to serve the Lord. They're going to go and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, casting out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead. If they drink any deadly poison, it will not harm them in Jesus' mighty name. And I'm going to see it. And I don't say just my children and grandchildren. I say all my generation to the, the last one in Jesus' name. And I kicked the devil so much in the, in the butt. I love it. Joe does too, but I, I'm the talker. So <laughs> he agrees with me. So two, where there's two or three to get, gather together, Jesus is right in the midst. I have that one too, but I'm already saying it. So, okay. So don't, don't be nice to the enemy. Don't be nice. Don't let it go. Just believe. If it takes 20 years for you to see the glory of God be manifested in your family, it will be, but believe it. Because we don't live by what we see. We live by faith in Jesus Christ of what he did on the cross of Calvary. Listen, our, now, whatever we pray, God hears our prayers and he responds. Because now it's through the blood of Jesus, anything that we ask in the Jesus' name, he does it. Before was different because we were living like the world. We were living in sin. All our works was like filthy rags, the Bible says. 
And we are saved not by the works, not by dancing, not by giving, not by doing none of that. Jesus did it all. Okay? We do it because we're supposed to do it if we love Jesus. If we love God and we want to be obedient, he gave his son for an example for us and for an example for us to give to others too. Give some love. Show them some or buy them something like if they need groceries or whatever. But you have to show the love of God because without the love of God, let me tell you, this world is dead. And then when they go by you, I love you. That's a lie a lot of times. Don't, don't, don't take it. That's the truth. I know when I hug someone and they say, I love you. I feel it. So people know. People know if it's real. If you say it, that's why I always say. If you think it's real, receive it. If not, what a liar. I, I don't say it, but I think. Hmm. Yeah, right. You feel it. The real love comes from God. It's inside of you. Whew. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. So when you pray, you don't know how to pray, pray in tongues. That's my number one prayer. Day and night. The Lord wakes me up between 1 o'clock, 2, 3, sometimes 4, like 4 hours. He wakes me up. And you're going to say, wow, what do you pray? Do you pray all those hours now? Until I fall asleep. He used to tell me sometimes, get up, get on the floor. And I would say, oh my God, get on the floor. Then I did it. But now... I'm getting a little tired. So I pray. I pray until I fall asleep. Then I wake up. Then I pray again. Sometimes I say, Lord, I don't know what to pray for. You woke me up. Holy Spirit, take over. Okay, another thing I'm going to tell you that I do, maybe you don't, but I'm going to teach you then if you don't. When you see an ambulance go by, what do you do? Pray. If, if, if the person is going to live, Pray for their healing or the angels of the Lord to go and help them out. If it's time to go home, pray that they call up on the name of the Lord. Romans 10, 13. If they say Jesus, they saved. Amen. So we pray. When you go by the hospital, just put your hand like this. I decree and declare that everybody in that hospital will be out of there in Jesus' mighty name because of Jesus paid it all and they all healed in Jesus' name. Nursing home, the same way. I'm a, people might think I'm saying hi a lot of times, but it's not. I'm praying, I'm decreeing, I, I say there's power in the blood of Jesus over that building. There's power because I worked, I worked in a nursing home, so I know what's going on in there. We have to pray for them. We have to pray for the little children with uh, uh, cancer and all that. We have to pray for them too. We don't pray just for TCVC. We pray for the church of Jesus Christ. Okay? When I pray, I pray. God is talking. When I pray for the leaders of our church, okay, I pray for everybody. Pastor Tom, the head of the church, which is Christ first, but I, I don't have to pray for him. <laughs> he prays for me. His blood speaks for us in the mercy seat. So Pastor Tom, Pastor Latasha, Pastor Ben, and everyone that comes in and gives the word of God, I do pray for you all the time. But I pray for the other ones too, all our brothers and sisters. We all, and the ones that are sick, are sick we have communion almost every day, and we, um, we mention their names. Okay. Is this too much for you? Do you understand me enough? Good. Romans 12, 12. Rejoicing, this is Paul. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continually, steadfastly, and prayer. And tribulation, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad, whatever you hear, bad news on the phone, whatever it is, pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray. Ah, but you pray so much. I'm telling you, my life is to pray. I start at 9 o'clock in the morning. We have a prayer line for five years. I've been on a prayer line for five years for our country. For our country and the world. It's not just America. Because the big harvest is coming. And who's going to go? 
us, people like us, the Christians, it's not even called the Christians like Pastor Tom says, born again believers, full of the power of the Holy Spirit on fire for God. We have everything that we need inside of us. We have the oil. We have the living water inside of us. And we can have all the oil there you have. That, that you can. You can be full of oil. If, if there's no, if it's not lit, it doesn't do anything. If the fire's not there, it doesn't do anything. So we got to be careful. Don't, don't waste it. If God gave us everything that we need. Let's use it. Let's take advantage of it. Amen. I'm not mad. I'm just excited. <laughs> okay, James 5, 16, 17, 18. Confess your trespasses to one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of the righteous men avails much, which is us. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly, and it would not rain for two on the land for three and a half years. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and on earth produced its fruit. You see? We, Elijah prayed. It was before Jesus, but he was righteous in the eyes of God. How much more us? Washed with the, cl- uh, the blood of Jesus. We have everything that we need. You can pray in an uh, the Lord is going to answer your prayers. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Because I'm expecting my miracles too. And we got to be a good example too for the, to the little children, our grandchildren, and our children. Even though they, if some of them are not walking fully and with the Lord, don't put them down. Don't get mad. Because the more you go against them, guess what's going to happen? The more you push them to the world. Okay, just keep on loving them. Keep on praying for them. And we're going to see the glory of God. They're going to serve God. And I know, I know. We already have to rejoice always in the Lord. Okay, so Matthew 9, 37, 38. When he said to his disciples, Jesus, the harvest, woohoo, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. 38, therefore, pray for the Lord, the Lord of the harvest, to send out laborers into his harvest. So we are the ones that go to get the harvest. They are, the harvest is ready. It's time. I, that's what I do every day, okay? I'll be honest with you. We all are working out there that people don't know. You're doing jobs out there you're at workplace, at the store, everywhere, in your office. Okay, we all working for the Lord. I understand that. But, but sometimes we are a little selfish. We don't think about the lost so much. I spend a lot of time. And I'm going to say this with all my heart. I spend a lot of time. The Lord sends people to my house. You know these people, the kids that sell the solar for the houses on the top of the houses? Lately, it's been one after another. One after another. I got to get more books. One after another. Young kids. And then you give them the books and you explain about the kingdom of God. They know the Bible. They are believers. One was my neighbor, but the other one was from Ohio. And one girl was so tired, I felt so bad, and I said, you need a break. And I was like, I'm going to get this one. You need a break. Come, you need a rest. Come in. Walk in my house. I'll, I'll let you sit down for a little while. She, and I took her to my prayer room. <laughs> and she sat down in that chair. She fell asleep. So peaceful. She said, I could be, I could be here with you all day. And I knew why. Because of the anointing. They feel the anointing. They feel the atmosphere so different, okay? So, but they go and, and Pakistan. I'm always with Pakistan, 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 Philippines, Portugal, my mom, Canada, you name it. So sometimes I don't come here because there's nine hours difference from Pakistan to um, this time to our time. So I never know when they're going to need me. And when they do, I take the time for them too. Because I, listen, we are not on drinking milk anymore. 
If we are still on milk, there's a problem. Okay? We are eating solid food. Deep. The deep word of God. We are being, we have the revelation already. Okay? And we continue to grow because the Bible is sanctified. The, the word of God sanctifies us every single day. But also, we learn, we never stop learning until we go to heaven. But we already know enough. We learn in this church enough, come on, to help other people to grow. That many churches don't preach. Church, we are the church, but you know what I'm saying. They don't teach. So the worship, I call the worship the appetizer. And then I called the, when the word of God, when any of us are up here, this is the main course, which is the number one that satisfies you. And then you say, oh, I'm full. I'm really full. And I'm never, and maybe it's, I don't know, maybe need, somebody needs to hear this. I'm not putting anybody down. I'm never in a hurry to go home. I don't carry a watch. I don't put on a watch. I don't look at it. And then when Pastor Tom says sometimes, okay, he closes his Bible. That's it. I want more. I want more. I'm telling you because it's so, we understand it so well. Or Pastor Latasha, Pastor Ben, or, or any, any one of you. I never, never for once want to take it out of here. I don't. I want more because it's so good. My Lord, the Lord has done so, so many miracles. So many mir miracles. And sometimes, let me tell you, if you pray for miracle, like, look, Kent Christmas, I'm going to speak about this. His son just died, left two children and the wife. He prayed so much for that son. He even got on top of him. He, told, he was telling the story, the, how it happened the other day. He died. Listen, there's going to be, peop uh, be people that we're going to pray. They're going to get healed and live. There's others. They're going to die. Why? Don't ask me. I don't know. But it's going to stop me from doing it? Absolutely not. I'm going to keep going. Um, uh, Howard, uh, Howard Brown? Okay. His, his daughter, uh, Kelly, 18 years old. She said, Dad, if, when I go... Bring me back. Pray for me to come back. Okay? He did it. He took her into his office. He prayed and prayed for three hours. She didn't want to come back. Because somebody else had a dream at the same time with her saying, tell my father to stop praying. I don't want to go back. Okay? So, I don't know why, but it's not going to stop me from praying for somebody. No? Sometimes I pray, I see, oh, yes. We have a daughter, she's not married. She's living with, with a boyfriend, two kids. I'm not saying names, but I'm going <laughs> to, okay. <laughs> they came over. We had another daughter with kids. The family room was full. And he's a male man. Her boyfriend is a male man. He was sitting on a couch in front of those people, the Holy Spirit, go there. He had problems on his knee, ready to go to surgery. Lay hands on him and pray for his healing. And I was like, oh, my God, they're not believers. If this doesn't happen, Lord, it's going to be. <laughs> I was obedient, though. I went. I laid hands on him. And he goes, oh, my God, this is crazy. This is crazy. I don't feel the pain anymore. He was ready for surgery. He left, went to the doctor, and he said, you won't be able to run anymore. He said, oh, yeah, I am. I don't have pain anymore. I was healed. Listen, glory to God. Don't stop. I was obedient. I could be, I could be thinking, they're not believers. If I do that, it doesn't happen. They're going to say, what kind of prayer is that? But I did it because I trusted God. I trusted the Holy Spirit. It was not me. We are vessels. He has vessels. Whatever he wants to do through us, allow him to work through us. Just have belief. If you have doubt and unbelief, don't even get in a prayer closet because you're not going to receive anything. You have trust God that it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Whatever we, whatever we expect, 
It's going to happen. Don't ask God for stupid things either because he knows what's best for us. Some people, it's like best. Okay, just, just give him thanks for everything you have. When you give him thanks, he gives you more. But if you say, ah, well, like Pastor Tom, I love when he says, don't ask, some people ask for a car, for a house, better house. Well, some, I know in my family, my, my kids, they have three cars, one, two, three homes. They all have houses, praise the Lord. But they have more, like, uh, and they rent it out. Okay. And they think it's everything. And I tell them, money is not everything. Oh, no, no. What faith does, what, 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 you know, they start talking back. And I say, huh, you don't know what I'm doing behind your back. But God knows, and you're going to see one day. Because God collects our prayers. And our prayers to the Lord means incense, perfume. And he's going he's gonna to answer our prayers. And no matter what kind of situation we are going through, I have my days. Sometimes I come to church and I say to Joe, on Sundays I tell him, oh, today I'm going to sit on a chair. I'm, oh, no, I'm not going to worship. No. How stupid. I just wait for, for the first song. And I think, oh, that's it, first song. I'm, I'm here. I didn't sit down, but I'm here. When this, and then comes a song that it, it just something pushes me up. So now you know why I wait. I wait for that time. Because it's not me. And when I do that, when I dance and worship, I don't see you, none of you. It's me and, and my King Jesus. I love worshiping God. I worship more God here than I do at home. I don't dance so much at home like here. You know why? The atmosphere changes. I feel it so strong in this room, especially on Sundays with the word of God too. But the, the, the worship changes, the, prepares everything for the word of God when the is preached. Okay, we got already so excited. So that's why we get crazy here at the CVC. Crazy for the Lord. Crazy with the fire. And we're not going to stop. We're going to continue. Amen. It's not just once a month in a women's meeting. No, it's every time we walk in. But don't forget to do it at home too. Yeah. And you can worship God without music. Worship God. You can just thank him and say, Father, thank you. Everything. I say, I tell him everything. Every day I say, Lord, everything that we have is yours. This is only temporary. What you have for us, eternal, is waiting on us. But everything that we have, it doesn't matter if it's money, the house, everything is his. And he always gives us more than enough. Okay. And sometimes the Lord told me to put something down, but I don't know if you're going to get mad at me. Are you? If I'm going to say it? He did talk to me about it. I'm going to say it. Okay. If you don't tithe, you're not going to hell, but don't expect to get in your secret place and expect to receive the blessings that you're asking for because... You are stealing. You are robbing God. Okay? So if we don't give what belongs to him, don't expect to receive all the blessings that you're asking for. And that's Malachi. And Malachi, read the whole thing. Okay. So it's not because we're tithing that I'm saying this. Do you know that we started tithing before we became born again? Not in a Catholic the church that we got married, uh, it was like Mather, Math, Matherist. Yeah. We got married in that one. We saw the Bibles that behind the pews. And we start seeing people giving money. And then we started watching Benny Hinn and stuff. And we say, wow, 10% of the money. Joe, we got to give them the 10%. And they said, yes, we don't want to sin. See how we changed. God changes our lives. And we rob God sometimes. Because listen, if you make $100, $10 is nothing. You go to McDonald's, you buy a burger and a, a, a fry and not even Coca-Cola. I don't know if it buys a, a cup of 
Coke to these days, okay? And there goes $10. So how much more, Papa God? He's rich. He gives us everything. He doesn't need our money. It's an act of obedience. So I cannot go in my prayer closet and say, oh, God, you bless us so much, but I'm stealing from you. No. No. What belongs to God, that's why Jesus said, he, t- he told the disciple to go to the mouth's fish, and he put out two, I think it was two coins, one for Jesus, one for the other one. Was John? Help me a little bit, Pastor Tom. Okay. Okay. And then what happened? Because they were so smart trying Jesus. Oh, Jesus, you know, if, give to Caesar. What do you see on the coin? Caesar. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. So what does that do? Oh, that's the Old Testament. Bull. It was not. Still in a new. Okay. I'm not mad at you, Pastor Latasha. It's just, it's always you. And I'll tell you why. I'm not. <laughs> I love. Okay. No, no. No. Okay. So now I'm going to give you the last testimony. Ooh, right on. The last testimony I'm going to give you is about prayer. Sonia, our Sonia, she's from South Carolina. She was in a hospital. She had surgery. But they sent her home too early before, and you have to go to the bathroom if you have, you have to move your bowels right if not you're not supposed to go well they didn't do that she went home at three in the morning she went back to the hospital nothing was happening and she couldn't feel her organs and I just texted her and I said are you okay if we call you to pray and she said yes I'm alone my husband just left because they have two little kids immediately the Lord Put it in my heart. Call Pastor Latasha. FaceTime. FaceTime. She's my witness. Everything I'm telling you, God knows. FaceTime. She was taking a nap. But you know what? She said there as soon as I was going, I never call anybody for real. Not even Pastor Tom. How many times I call you? If I want to talk to him, I talk to him here on Sundays. Or, okay. So I called Pastor Latasha. And she said when she saw our number, it was like a flash of red. She said it was like a flash of, oh, no, something is wrong. And immediately she answered the, the, the thing, the call. We prayed for her. She got set free from demons right on the hospital bed. And she said, my uh, organs are frozen. I don't feel them, right? Nothing was moving, nothing. And we started decreeing uh, uh, and declaring the word of God. That's what I get to about praying. You, you, you got to go, demon spirits. They, they all went. She was set free from demons. But some infirmities, it's not demons. We think everything is demons, demons. We give too much credit to the demons. Okay? Okay. So when she said, <laughs> we do. And let me tell you, demons are demons. I hate those things because I, I can't stand them. I had enough with them. Um, so as soon as Pastor Latasha said, the living water inside of Sonia revived those organs immediately. She said, I feel all my organs now. I want to go to the bathroom. She was going to have another surgery. And she went to the bathroom, and we were praying, and she was sitting on the toilet. And we kept praying. We didn't care. Oh, my God. So the, the people are going to see this. We didn't care. Guess what? That, that night, she went four times. The next day, <laughs> hallelujah, glory to God. The next, time, the next morning, the doctor goes like this. Oh, so you did go to the bathroom. Now you can go home. She goes, yeah. My, my stepmom and my dad, actually she said my parents, but I'm a stepmom. It's like a mom. I do everything for them. They mine too. They, um, they called their pastor and they prayed and the Lord did a miracle. So I, I went four times to the bathroom. He goes, you can go home now. No surgery. You're all set. Then I sent her, Pastor Latasha, the picture she was driving a few days later. Oh. 
With Jesus, nothing is impossible. He was a believer. Okay? But in a couple days, she was driving. She has a cleaning company. She was looking beautiful, joyful. And I sent you the picture, didn't I? Okay. I like to do this because when I say something, they know that I'm not lying. I have... the kingdom